First Corinthians chapter 11, uh, we'll begin reading in verse number 27, we'll read down to verse 32. And the Bible says, wherefore, um, well, we'll begin in verse 26, for as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till they come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Uh, let's pray this evening. Lord, I do ask that you'd uh, um, just be with us now. I do pray that you'd uh, just help me to be able to, uh, to speak your truth and, and convey this message that you've laid in my heart. Uh, God, I do pray that we would remember you as we take, uh, take part of the Lord's Supper this evening, God, that we would give you all the honor and glory. We pray in your name. Amen. And we know, uh, well, we know from church history that the Corinthian church was a church that had a lot of error. Uh, a lot of issues that came up, uh, and so it's probably a Baptist church, like one of ours, um, and uh, every church you go to, there are positives, but every church you go to, there's negatives as well, um, you know, and if you wrote a, a, a book about Bethel Baptist Church, you'd have that, you'd have a lot of positives, a lot of negatives as well, um, but for, you know, for the Corinthian church, their, their problems were recorded for all of eternity in God's word. Uh, and one of the things that they had an issue with was the Lord's table. Uh, a very important thing, a very important thing that God, uh, that Jesus gave us uh, um, to remember him uh, and to do in his memory. And so it was a very significant uh, uh, occurrence. Uh, and so we see, if we, if we go back in chapter 11, um, that there's some, there's some context here to, to help us understand what they were doing wrong. Uh, and so in chapter 11, verse 18, we find the very first thing. For first of all, uh, well, we'll go back to 17. Now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not. Okay, I don't have anything good to say. Okay, I'm not lifting you up. I'm not um, uh, telling you that you're doing something right. I praise you not that you would come together, not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there are divisions among you, and I partly believe it. And then go down to verse, uh, verse 20. When you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. For in eating, everyone taketh before another his own supper, and one is hungry, and another is drunken. What, have ye not houses to eat and to drink in, and despise ye the church of God, and shame them that ye have not? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not. And so there, there's issues in the church that Paul is addressing. Um, and specifically having to do with the Lord's table. Uh, and so he, he, he shares what, what the conflicts are, and then he gives us a standard. Uh, he gives us a standard to, to judge how, how should we take part of the Lord's table. Um, and the standard is a, a little word called worthy. Uh, and we see that. Um, uh, uh, verse 27 Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. And so that's what we will look at tonight. What does it mean to be worthy? Uh, the word uh, for in our, our King James Bible for worthy comes from the Greek word axios. And I cannot say it right. Please look it up if you're smarter than me. Uh, um, but that's, that's the word that also comes from unworthy, uh, and you just throw an A-N at the beginning of it. Uh, and that's where the de it's defined in an unworthy manner. 
Um, and when we do that, when we come to the Lord's table in an unworthy manner, uh, we eat and drink uh, judgment upon ourselves, is what the Bible says. And so as we think about worthy, what, what does that even mean? Uh, if you go to Revelation chapter 5, one of the best uh, passages about the idea of being worthy is Revelation chapter 5, verse number uh, 1 to 5. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written uh, within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look therein. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and read the book, neither to look thereon. Uh, and one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Um, how many of us could come to God's table, Lord's table tonight, and say, I am worthy? You know, and yet that's the, that's the standard. Yeah, Paul says, don't come in and, and do it in an unworthy, or unworthy manner. Um, so how do, we, how do we become worthy? How do I attain uh, to that standard? And it's very, it's very important because when we go back to 1 Corinthians, uh, verse 29, for he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, so if we don't get this right, we eat and drink damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Um, and then Paul even goes to, sh to, to tell them that in the Corinthian church, the people who had, had not been taking it seriously and, and not uh, been doing it properly, the Bible says this, for this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. There had been people in the Corinthian church that God had taken home. That's what that word sleep means, that they had passed away and the sin that, that brought that judgment on them was what we're going to do tonight. And so it, it's not, it's not a, a, a flippant thing. It's not a, uh, you know, just a, a, a ho-hum thing. It is a very important thing to our Savior. And so we should know uh, how, to, how to do this properly. And so if the standard is worthiness or is to be worthy, and uh, what's the solution? How do, we, how do we even get that idea? And so go to uh, second, uh, 1 Corinthians 11, verse 28, right before uh, the, the part about, you know, if we do it wrong, what we've, what we've reaped to ourselves. But verse 28 says this, but let a man examine himself. Now, word means to test, to examine, to prove, to scrutinize. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. You know, God doesn't say, uh, you know, go and accomplish this great work. You know, go and get these 10 check boxes and after you get all, all of these little lists of things done, then you're worthy. You know, because if my worthiness is based on me accomplishing something, can any of us ever be worthy enough? You know, when we, when we read in Revelation, who was worthy to open the seal? And he wept because no one was there. You know, if we had to earn our worth to take part in the Lord's table tonight, none of us could. None of us would be able to come worthily uh, and partake tonight. And we would receive the judgment for doing it improperly. And so the solution is to judge ourselves, to examine our hearts. And when we do that, um, we can go down to verse 31. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned in the world. If I examine my heart, 
And I am my biggest critic. If I examine my heart and I find the sin that's there, I examine my heart and I find the, um, just whatever's not pleasing to God, and if I can judge myself, if I can pick out those things and I can um, humble myself, you know, the, the people who walk around and say, oh, I'm worthy, I'm good, are the people that, that have no business to, uh, taking part tonight. You know, but if we can come to God's table, Lord's table tonight, and say, God, I'm so unworthy, I'm so, I'm so sinful, you know, and if we come to that realization, it allows us to then find God's forgiveness. You know, there's specific areas that we can examine. As we look at this, the, the context of the Corinthians, Paul rebukes them uh, for a lack of unity, you know, there's division in that congregation. And, you know, so if we're going strictly by scripture, that would be the first thing that we should check. Do I have aught with a brother? Um, in Matthew, I wrote down the wrong, oh, Matthew 11, verse 25. And when you stand praying, forgive. And if you have aught with any, uh, if you have aught against any, that your Father also which in heaven may forgive you your pres- trespasses, but if ye do not forgive, neither will your, your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. And so if we, if we follow what Paul's saying here in Corinthians, very first thing I should check is, do I have something wrong with another brother or sister in Christ? Is there something that I'm holding against someone? Is there someone that I haven't forgiven? Um, and if, if we go past that, um, in, in Sunday school this morning, we talked about the sin of, of Judas, you know, when they were at, the, at their original Lord's, or the Last Supper, Lord's Table, if you want to call it that, um, you know, Jesus told them, one of, gonna be betray, one of you will betray me. And the, the Bible records that they went around the circle and all the disciples asked, is it I, is it I, is it I? And Judas, who had already met with the priests and met with the, the rulers to betray Jesus, he, like the rest of the disciples, oh, is it I, Jesus? And he knew he knew beyond anybody in that room that when Jesus said, someone's gonna betray me, Jesus said, oh, that's, that's me. You know, but he, he asked the question anyway. And so I, write, I, I wrote down the sin that we're fully aware of. You know, as we, as we sit here tonight and I say, what is God working on in your heart? What do you not write with him? Most of us, many of us likely, so the Holy Spirit would give us something right away. You know, something that I struggle with, something that I know maybe today I didn't, I didn't treat someone properly. Maybe I had, you know, whatever. Um, and it's, it's not hard to find the sin that's in your heart. But there are times when we, uh, there's sins that we're not fully aware of. You know, Peter, uh, I wrote down the arrogance of Peter, uh, when, when also at the, the, the Last Supper, um, Jesus says, you're gonna deny me. And Peter said, no, no, I never would. You know, and Peter didn't even recognize or realize um, his shortcomings. And so maybe that's another area that we can examine. Um, the sins that we're fully aware of and the sins that we're maybe blind to or that we that maybe just haven't been revealed yet. And so it's just, it's an opportunity. Again, when we go back to examine, to test, to, or, uh, to, to prove or to scrutinize, it's an opportunity just to, to sit before God and say, God, what is not right between me and you? In my heart, what is not pleasing? In my mind, what is not pleasing? Um, and as God gives us those, those ideas or gives us those, um, those things that come into our minds, instantly we can make them right. You know, it's, uh, how do we gain our worthiness? 
Uh, I, I was thinking about the, the prodigal son, Luke 15. Uh, and let's, let's go there. It's important that we see it. Luke 15, verse 18. Because he talks about his worthiness. And as we know, the, the prodigal son story is so applicable in our lives and in our um, lives of, uh, of Christians today. Luke 15, verse 18, as, as he finally kind of woke up, uh, he finally realized the path that he, that he was on wasn't a good one. The, the decisions that he had made in his life were leading uh, to a horrible place. And so as he finally realizes that, he says, I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. You know, what if that prodigal son had you know, hey, I'm still your son. Take me back. Give me another portion and, and gone out to live again. It, it, that's not what we see here. He comes and realizes, I'm not even worthy to be your son. Uh, verse 20, and he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him, had compassion, ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But look at what the Father, and the Father represents God, our Heavenly Father. But the Father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put him on, put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring forth, bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Look at the reaction of the Heavenly Father. You know, did he have that reaction because the son was worthy of anything? Did he, did he deserve to be welcomed back? Did he deserve the, to, to have a ring given him and, and uh, shoes given him? No. The son comes and says, I am not even worthy to be your son. Let me be your servant. And when we have that same attitude before our Savior, God can do awesome things. 1 John um, 1 verse uh, 9 uh, I didn't put it in my notes, but he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. If we, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's the heavenly father we have. And that's the opportunity that we have this evening. And so as we, as we, um, as we come together tonight to take the Lord's table, the, the, one of the purposes um, that Jesus gave us, if we go back to 1 Corinthians here, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, was verse uh, 25. This is the cup of the New Testament my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it. And what was the purpose? Why did he give us the Lord's table? In remembrance of him. You know, as we come together tonight, all of those issues, um, you know, our, our hidden sins, the sins that we're aware of, or if we're looking at Corinthians, the sin of, of unforgiveness or disunity in the church, um, all of that is, is fixed when we remember the Savior. And that's the whole point of our thing tonight. If I remember the Savior, I have to remember what my sin did to him. If I remember the Savior, I have to remember that it's my sin that put him on the cross. It's my sin that, that he suffered and, and bled and died for. And then when I remember him, I remember how unworthy I am. You know, no one should, should come to the table tonight and have an ounce of pride and think that I got here because of me. I got here because I'm a good song leader. I got here because I sing in the choir. I got here because I go on bus. That, that should not, not ever come into our minds. The more unworthy we realize we are, the more we focus on our Savior. And that is when we truly become worthy 
to take of the table and to do it properly. We remember and we, we focus on him. We remember how unworthy we are. We remember the Savior. Romans 5, 8 says this, but God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When I can truly realize how unworthy I am, that helps me remember that in my lowest point, God loved me. In my worst point, God, God chose to love me. And that is such an awesome thought. When we remember the Savior, remember that I am only able to be here tonight. I'm only worthy when I am com- uh, covered completely by the blood of the Savior. Um, in, my sin, uh, in my sin nature, you know, I still struggle with sin. I got saved when I was 12. There's been a lot of sin since that. You ask my wife, she has a list, you know. Um, but every day that we go through the human life, we're gonna struggle with sin. We're gonna struggle with temptation. You know, and my, my eternal debt is paid when I get saved, but my relationship with God still has a daily time when I need to just ask God, God, what's not pleasing, what's not right, and go to him for that forgiveness. And so as we think about our worth, uh, there's a song that I, uh, I sprung on Donna, and I told her yesterday that, hey, I want you to sing this song. Oh, you're not even over there. Uh, and so I want to sing it for you guys tonight. Donna's going to come help me. Um, it's, I want you to listen to the lyrics. There's a lot of, of solid lyrics in this song talking about our worth. You know, we think the stuff that I accomplish makes me worth something to God. And that's such the opposite. When I'm weak, then I'm strong.